This podcast is Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Bourbon and Borderlands on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. I'm Jabri. I've got Shanice, Corey, Janae. What's up, y'all? How's it going? Yo, what's up? What's Well, we had a big day today. Um, uh, we don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this, but <laughs> we had an interview with uh, executive producer, showrunner, head writer, uh, Anthony Sparks, uh, definitely one of the big wigs, uh, you know, in, uh, in Queen Sugar speak. He's one of the big wigs over at Queen Sugar. Um, it was a great time, a great interview, a great conversation. So hopefully you guys just heard that because that's how we were going to intro the show today. Um, but, you know, due to, you know, things that are beyond our, our control, you know, it, it's living in the ether. Hopefully by the time we publish the show, we will have recovered it. <laughs> But um, those be the breaks. Other than that, how y'all doing? Doing Lovely. great. Awesome. It was a good time though, wasn't he it? He had such a good time with Anthony. So appreciative of him spending some time with us today, for sure. I most appreciate the very deep belly laughs that he shared with us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. That looks like we were funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all enjoyed ourselves, Anthony included. Um, said, shared with us some really great insight uh, about the show and how they create it. Uh, and um, yeah, good time had by all. Um, so this week's episode, what we're here to discuss now, um, some things happened. Uh, there was some good, there was some bad. What else was there, Shanice? Was there, was there Ralph Angel this week? What else was there? No, you know, Ralph, Ralph Angel has been chilling for the past couple of episodes. So I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give him too much so he can fit in with the good or the bad. I'm not going to give him too much. Okay. All right. So we're going right. to go with good and bad today. We're going to go with good and bad. And that's it. The good, the bad, <laughs> and that's it. That's what, that's what that's it. I like it. That's it. All okay. right. So without further ado, take us in. All right. So the good. Baby Blue is back. Oh, okay. We haven't seen Blue all season. Um, He's grown. He's tall. Um, Got a little, his, his shape up was crispy. Um, Jabri, what, what? Corey. What? There, was, there was an adjective. What, tall? Uh, yeah. As I mean, blue goes, he is tall. He's getting tall. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to do, we're not going to do baby blue, okay? <laughs> this is what we're not going to do. All I, blue is back, still, okay? He, he's back. Me. He's actually like a, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. Yo, why are we giving Blue so much? I was just going to say that he's, you know, he's he's appearing to be a little Micah. You know, he has his little speech about Mesopotamia <laughs> and his history class. I'm like, okay, it's, it's giving it's giving baby Micah. Please excuse the sirens around my home. He's a better student than Micah, though. Yeah, he is a better student than Micah. Um, the thing about it is, it's like poor baby. He has no clue, you know, what is going on. With his family, like he don't, he don't have no idea that Ralph Angel about to go to jail. They about to lose the farm. Like they about that not have nowhere to live. Like 
Also, and I'm still in the good though. The good, the, the overall good <laughs> is that stay with me. Um, I was wondering though, why didn't Darla's parents come with Blue? Ain't that mm, I mean baby shower? You're not, you're not going to your daughter's baby shower? Yeah. That's a that valid question. That's a good point. A- I didn't I didn't notice because we don't see them much anyway, but you're right. They should have been But there. they they sent him on the plane, but like y'all couldn't have just came. Like Trouble anyway. in Paradise. Um <laughs> <laughs> Trouble in Paradise or you know, filming COVID related things. That awesome. Who knows? <laughs> um Whatever that means. Filming? What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blue is definitely um, still very precocious. Let's let's say that. Yes. Um, but, you know, he just hopped back into it, you know, as he usually does. And the family was happy to see him and, you know, just being Blue. So I missed him. I missed his presence. I did. It was good to see Blue. Somebody said, don't change Blue. Blue said, say less. <laughs> Same old blue. My Still boy. in grown folks' business, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Still <laughs> to this date. Um, you know, another thing that I noticed. I Why thought did this Ralph Angel feel the need to have uh, in depth conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I got more questions. Goddamn it! Why did Ralph Angel really feel the need to explain what's what's really going on to a, a young? Wait, I'm Corey. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. All right, go ahead. Continue. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking <laughs> about the good. Um, My bad. So, still on the good, you know, I love a good old classic at-home event, mm-hmm. right? Baby showers nowadays are so, such a production. It's, everything is always just so produced. And I was, it was just nice to see a couple balloons and tables in the living room. Like, yes, the clothespin yeah. game. Yes, y'all love the clothespin game. You know, I... It was just a, a nice, you know, granted, this is very on on brand for the board loans. You know, they got married in the backyard, but I just still like to see a nice, good old, you know, family style baby shower event. Like we don't have to be, you know, in a, in a, in the queen's throne and wear a birthday shirt for the baby shower, you know, it's nice birthday shirt. Just a regular, regular, schmegler. <laughs> I mean, granted, granted, Charlie's house is already like nice, so they didn't have to do much. So all she really needed was some balloons and a few tables, and it looked like you know a little upscale event. But you know, but there was no greenery wall. There was no greenery wall. No, no photo booth. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's. Yes, the greenery wall <laughs> seems to be uh, a required piece of baby showers lately. But spelling out the baby name, like Charlie yeah. wasn't happy with the arrangements though. She kept saying, "Redo the arrangements and brighten them up, and 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 you know, put some over here in the well, corner." Charlie and- gone, Charlie. Regardless, Charlie will Charlie, <laughs> Charlie but it, it did still. I'm like Charlie, it's your house. Yeah. This is your house, Charlie. You're not happy with your house, <laughs> but it, well, okay. But it still had that you know kind of family feel just very small intimate you know well not as small as i thought it was gonna be but still family family feel and i love it i love it though i ain't Um, seen no meatballs i i I was looking for the the baby shower uh the baby shower platter uh buffet and i ain't seen none of that you know they did not have no baby shower meatballs meatballs. is that a thing yeah what's the significance of meatballs (laughs) are y'all serious right now very I mean, listen, men were not invited to baby showers until very recently. So we don't have a lifetime of a baby shower experience. 
So okay. what's, what's the significance of meatballs? It's, it's just that there are just certain hours. staples for like there's Thanksgiving plates, there's cookout there baby plates, shower plates, <laughs> and there are just certain things okay. that are always at baby showers, and meatballs are for sure one of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now you'll notice. Did you'll, know. you'll know next time. Next time you go to a baby shower, you'll notice there's always meatballs. There's always meatballs, and they're delicious. Always delicious and nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Corey's open. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about? I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. Our, our good sis Billy is still with us. And I thought she was, I didn't realize that she was going to be in St. Joe for mm-hmm. so long. Um, so it's nice to see that she's still there. She got a whole, I don't know who she found to do her hair. She got a new hairdo. A little bang, a little nasty bang. Uh, a little bang. Okay. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving with a head game. I wasn't um, feeling her hair do. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't like the wavy look. That wasn't it for her. <laughs> no wet and wavy for Billy. Nah, go back, go back to the straight. That, yeah, that wavy look. I didn't even recognize it at first. I was like, who is this? I got a new character here. But then I was like, yeah, go back to the last week's hairdo. That wasn't it. But anyway. Well, yes, it's nice to see that she's still she's still here, and it seems like maybe she's going to be here for a little while longer. So, I mean, maybe not on good terms, but she might be, you know, in it for the long haul. We'll see. Um, now, it it is good for Nova that she had an opportunity to introduce her new prospect to the family. However, I'm still side eyeing Dominic. No however, here, how how, where, 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 how could this be bad? Because but we still believe in Dominic's defense. Yes. Um, additionally, it's still possible. Have, he's, he's clearly not defense. Have, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not, not clear. He, in this interview, he said, he literally said, now that's information I can use. <laughs> <laughs> he literally said that line in this in this episode, man. I still I still think he's... Uh, Something's amiss. He's letting us know. Now, I don't clues. know if this is just the, the writers just trying to throw us off and, and, and make him do suspect things. Um, I don't know. It's working if that's the case. But I still, you know, he's about I'm, to get the uh, land back. Like Okay, and there's no end to that. Why would he get the land back if he was working with the feds? Because his his heart is in two different places. Okay. Oh, it's like one of those where he started off working with the feds, <laughs> but he fell in love once he got yes. once he got with okay. gotcha. yes. watch too much. All right. I mean, but, but it's fast and furious. Every time you go on the cover, you, you fall, fall in love. Exactly. That's exactly. He became right. compromised. Like, and then you compromise your mission. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. It's like Paul Walker fell in love with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Gotcha. That's how it always yeah, goes. All right. All right. But, 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 but Fed's possibility aside, I mean, in, in, in the silo, in a vacuum. Did he not look uncomfortable to you? Did he not look uncomfortable? He point? definitely, I mean, I don't think he intended to go to the baby shower. I think, you know, Nova yeah. sprung it on him and he was like, well, this, I mean, now going back to my uh, my diabolical brain, he mm. might have just been like, well, this is an opportunity to gather some more information. So, I mean, oh yeah, I guess I'll go. Because he was standing God. right there. Yeah. Yeah. He heard the whole plan, he, he, didn't he? Oh he heard the whole plan. Got, the whole, he got all right the info, there. got all the tea. And I'm just like, why do y'all keep including this man in the plans? <laughs> He has yep, too much information. Yep. He's but, literally um, on his own coming up with plans for them. <laughs> but you, you don't know. I don't, there, there could be a, a, a larger, a larger plan in place. 
think, think, think bigger. Think y'all don't want Sister Nova to be happy. Use your third hey, eye, Corey. Y'all, y'all sisterhood, it shows every week. Every we get, week. No, Corey, no. Every week. No, because Corey, before Nova got her house raided, we was all for Nova and Dominic, okay? We were. We were we were rooting for good sis, okay? Now we're just saying, just be a little careful, be cautious. Okay? I mean, it is good that Nova is going a little slower than she typically does. But I mean, she mm-hmm. is still giving Dominic a lot of access to a lot of, um, you know, intimate, close family stuff, plans, intel, background, so on and so forth. So, I mean, I guess to be determined if, you know, that actually does, you know, come into fruition in a bad way. But I mean, if since we're still in the good section, you know, looking at this in a que- silo. Question: Is this too soon to invite someone to a family function? I don't think so. No, not no, no, no. That's what I was saying. Looking at this, all of my suspicions aside, if I'm just thinking about this in a vacuum, it is good that you know, at least from Nova's perspective, it's nice to see her kind of be happy and looking forward to you know actually building something with someone who she who she feels at this time you know could be you know, a good, a, a potential good match for her. So no, I don't think it was a problem for her to bring him to the baby shower to invite him. I just, I just don't trust Dominic, but that that's, those are two different, two, two things, two separate things. If he's not the feds, do y'all think he's a better catch than Calvin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the only hold up here is he might be the feds. Right. Yes. That's, right. that's real. That's it. That's On, yeah. Right. Completely. Right. Completely. Yeah, that was, that's yeah. a, if it's not the fence, it's probably cool. He probably never uh, beat a black head into promises. Okay. Yes. You know? bar, That's going to give him the lead right. every time. The bar is truly on the floor. So there's <laughs> that. He's also still very fine. Yes. He didn't take that away from him at okay. all. All right. Um, he's still gay. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, moving on. So our our friend Micah, um, you know, Micah really had to come to terms with, with some things, had to, you know, Put put some words to his feelings about his friend Isaiah. Um, he described a level of intimacy, and I thought this was really interesting. Number one, that he was good for him for opening up to someone someone else about it and for putting the words to his feelings. But now I, I started thinking, like, does this have to mean that Micah is gay? And I guess it's, that's what he mm-hmm. was grappling with. Does it have to mean that he? I is thought gay? that was a weird I mean, thing could, to grapple with because basically. But, but but wait, hear me out. Hear me out. It could it mean that he's gay? Yes, it could. But also, is there room for two men or two people to feel intimacy in a platonic relationship? Like, does does intimacy have to equate to a sexual attraction? Like, is that what that automatically means? Well, I, I would so. say first off, I don't even know why he used the word intimacy. He was just that's like, what it was. Nah, listen. He said, you know, he, me, and and Isaiah are cool. I always want to share my thoughts and feelings with him. Like, that's just the best friend, bro. Like, why do we right. have to put the intimacy part in here? Like, that's just the best friend, dude. Like, and that's all. Leave it there. Why are you not questioning your sexuality because you found a best friend? Like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I did. I did think it was a very interesting way to describe it. Um, it was, you know, he actually he used the word. Am I gay? Am I fluid? Mm-hmm. He used the word intimacy. But he also said it was non-sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, he made a point of saying that. So, you know, those words are, you know, are interesting. Um, I think, though, that he has decided that he's going to 
explore these feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to figure out what it is. You know, he's going to he's going to figure out if he's gay. You know, <laughs> right. he, he really, how does one figure this out? What, what's his next step? I'm just saying. What, what's his next step? He's having the question. Place of discovery. He's having what? What? Right. Would, right he's what, trying to discover what, the what answer the to the question step that to, he asked. To discovery. What, so now, what do you do? So now you're like, okay, hold on, 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 hold on. He might be a best friend, but I also might want to smash him. So how do I figure out which? No, no, one? no. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not let's not go over the cliff. Wait. <laughs> so I um so I actually I just looked up the the definition of the word intimacy and okay. the word means a close the first definition at least is a close familiarity or friendship semicolon closeness. And so I mean I know we typically associate the word intimate and intimacy with sex but that doesn't they're not necessarily synonymous. And so I think Micah is experiencing a level of closeness and just an affinity for Isaiah in a way that he has never experienced with another guy, which for him is causing him to be a little introspective as to, you know, well, what does this mean? Why do I feel this affinity for this person that I just always want to be around? I, I, I want to share everything with him. I'm, you know, he, he makes me feel X, Y, and Z. You know, I think it's okay for him to wonder like, is, is this just a, 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 a solid friendship or is this something more? And he's confused. He doesn't know what that means. And I think that it's okay for him to, I mean, and that's what Nova essentially told him, like, don't feel like you have to like put a label on it. Like just because you feel like you are close to this person doesn't mean that you're gay. It doesn't mean that you're fluid. It may mean that you're gay. It may mean that you're fluid, but don't feel pressure to have to label this right now. Just go where your feelings go. And he's going to, that's what he's decided to do. Let whatever he's feeling you know, lead him and he'll act accordingly. So, you know, it's, it's TBD. Maybe, maybe it doesn't lead into something more. Maybe it does. We, we don't know that yet. He doesn't know that yet. Um, but I think it's okay yeah. for him to try to figure that out. Cause it, it's a new experience for him too. Cause we've all had friends, we've all had best friends, but you know, I can't necessarily say that you know, whatever Micah may be feeling with Isaiah, I don't know that I've necessarily felt that with somebody who, you know, I wasn't romantically interested in. I mean, I I can't really, you know, label it that way because I don't exactly know what Micah, you know, I'm not Micah, but it's okay for him to explore it. That's all. Yeah, I I just think he intends to get the answer to his right. question. You know, like, you know, and, and, and when you, when you're having those thoughts, when you're using the word gay, you know, as part of your thoughts, it seems like, you know, that's something that he's at least open to on some level. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. And, you know, I think, I think one of the things that is maybe a marker of our current generation is, is is the fact that, that, that people see that as an option. Like, I think if this were, you know, maybe 20 years ago, I don't think, you know, feeling I don't, I don't think feeling close to somebody or feeling like you really enjoy somebody's company company would make you think internally like, Oh, am I gay? Like that wouldn't be like, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a thing that can happen to me. Like, or not to, I'm sorry, not happen to me, but it's not a, it's not a possibility for me. That's these are not, it's not an option for me. And so I think, you know, with the education that we have and the exposure that we have to different lifestyles, different sexuality, different, you know, ranges of, you know, fluidity, I think 
it becomes more of a of an of an option and, and maybe that's I don't know maybe that aids in his confusion because there's just so many there's so many possibilities that were were not you know there before for people yeah, I mean I think it's I mean I think that the, the thing is it's not just so much like oh this is my homeboy like I clearly think that there's there's something else there beyond because I mean Micah has friends he's had friends like whatever but there's something about this particular situation that feels different for him and it's something that he has not experienced before and whereas you know people may have had those experiences in the past you're right in that I think just the way the lens through which we view that now and and just kind of like the latitude that we have and the understanding that we have of like sexuality as a spectrum allows people to kind of go a little bit further on that and not just say, well, I'm straight, so I can't pursue this. Or, you know, if I do pursue this, that means that I'm, I'm gay. Like there's a lot more latitude for people to be willing to explore these things and not feel like they have to now be part of one particular silo or in the specific category and define it that way. Like people just feel more freedom to, you know, love who they love and be with who who they want to be with and try what they want to try. If they like it, they don't like you can do what you want to do. Like, and I just think there's a lot more freedom and flexibility um, and there's a lot less stigma now. I mean, granted, there still is some stigma. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but there's it's a lot less stigmatized now to be willing to explore those things that I think were a lot more taboo even ten years ago, you know, than it is now. Yeah, I guess I just think it's unnecessary to explore. I feel like, <laughs> um, nah, for real. As a guy, like when you get to college, you just have more free time than ever before. You start, you spend more time around whoever your friend is at that time. That's kind of usually when you find like your lifelong best friend, like when you get to college, right? Because y'all just have so much time together and y'all get to share and communicate so much. And like, why, why then do you now question your sexuality? Like, are you physically attracted to him? Because if not, then there's no point in you questioning, trying to figure out are you gay? That's just the best friend, bro. Like, or do you see men and find yourself like physically attracted to them? If not, then why are you even questioning this? Just be best friends and keep it moving. I, I, well, I guess the thing is, I don't know if it's necessarily that simple for Michael. Like, I, I don't know if those are, if that's just what he's feeling. Like, this is just the friend. Like he's clearly saying he's having different feelings where he feels particularly you know, close to this person and a particular affinity for this person in a way that I think, like I said, that he's never experienced. And so it's just kind of calling into question everything, you know, that I think he had perceived about himself before. And so he wants to see like, I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's completely straight. Maybe this is nothing, you know, maybe he is just the homies, but maybe how's he going to find out though? He let his feelings lead him. That's what that's what they resolve. Hey, some stuff you can't come back from, Micah. Be careful. Well, if they if that's where they're going, that's where they're going. All right. And he he seems to be okay with that. And so I I, I mean I just think it was really interesting to see this. To, it's interesting watching this mm-hmm. play out, you know, because I don't think you really get a chance to take a look into into the mind and the experience of somebody who is, you know discovering themselves in this way so kudos to them for for showcasing what this looks like um okay so 
one of the things let's talk about um Ralph Angel and Darla and this idea for the co-op for the farm co-op I thought that was a really good idea um because I, I know that we all can't we can't we know that the farm is not just going to go out, out of the picture, right? Like that, that can't happen. So I think, I think this is a really good way for them to keep the farm in some way, shape or form and even help, you know, help everybody out, all the other black farmers out in St. Joe. And this, I think this is another one of those things where we, we are seeing um, Ralph Angel be a little bit more resourceful and be a little bit more like strategic. Believe in himself strategic and just to believe in himself more and to believe that he has the tools to you know be successful without having to resort to these other things i think i think that every episode now we're seeing him gain a little bit more confidence like i said last time when charlotte congratulated him on how hard he worked you know on that whole settlement deal even though they didn't get what they wanted she's like you know ralph angel you worked really hard on this and then now i think that just gave him a little bit of a boost like okay yeah i'm smart i can do stuff like i can organize stuff i'm good at this you know what i'm saying <laughs> why are you making faces <laughs> I'm just follow where I'm, I'm with stay you. with me. You know, I'm 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 good at things and, and I can I can lead these people, right? So I think as he's getting, you know, more confident, I think he's realizing like I don't have to resort to the streets. I have a brain, I'm smart, I have people that can help me, I have people behind me, like I can do this. So I think that's that's really cool to see. It's like I, I can kind of feel him you got like all of that building Darla up. Darla coming up with the idea of a co-op. Yes, I did. Right. Well, Ralph Angel still was the one yeah, to had, lay out the plans. Everybody else, okay. yes, okay. <laughs> you are just saying. Debbie maybe Downer. Made, maybe I made my bad. Hater. He didn't come up with hey, the hey, idea. Hey. But, all right, cool. I mean, but he. I said a lot. I said a lot more things than that. I you said, said he's smart, but he didn't come up with the idea. <laughs> <laughs> he, he helped to come up with the plan. He's organizing the people. He's still working. A light conversation at a party. That is not. Organizing the people. It is the initial seeds. He's planting the seeds that will blossom into the long-standing coalitions that are necessary to dismantle the system. So I mean, and and I think I mean honestly, I think it's an evolution of of thought for the entire community because I think for so long they've been used to just getting stepped on and you know letting all these people the 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 quote unquote big wigs you know just roll over them and not really understand that and also kind of operating by themselves not understanding that they do have collective power and so I think that you know by kind of going this route with possibly pursuing the co-op, you know, they're not just letting the system run over them, you know, and being completely disengaged from the system. Now they're going to take part in the system in a way and, you know, use the system to their advantage. And I also thought it was funny how, I mean, I'm curious if they did that on purpose. What was the plan called? The Biden Booker Black Farmer Plan. And I, it's the same initials as the Build Back Better Plan, the BBB Plan, oh. the, the, the Public Health Infrastructure Plan or the Infrastructure Plan that's on the table now. So I'm, I didn't look to verify, but I'm curious if those provisions are actually in in the plan that they're hoping to pass now. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, I think that, you know, them deciding to try to use the system to their advantage this time, instead of just, you know, kind of being disengaged and letting the system run over them, I think is a good way to kind of reframe and, and, and way to shift the thinking and, and thinking smarter and thinking strategically rather than just trying to take whatever little crumbs they can get and just hope to live to fight another day. Like, no, let's actually try to try to take some real power with this. And I, I, I think it was a kudos to Darla. 
for coming up with the idea, but also kudos to Ralph Angel for, again, kind of being like the lead organizer and putting it, you know, speaking the language of the farmers and putting it to them in a way that gets them on board. Because we know they real sometimey and they don't be liking to participate or follow instructions or, you know, do nothing for real. So Ralph Angel is good at really galvanizing them and, you know, getting their heads in a place where they could actually feel comfortable with stepping out on that limb and, you know, following him and following this idea that's going to potentially benefit all of them. So per uh yeah whatever no nah, no nah, <laughs> first off i don't even know what the language of the farmers is is that like code words shoot like, me neither but Ralph Angel know or, it. Yeah, whatever All right. anyway um but now i think the co-op is a good idea uh you know it's for them to you know form a collective and pool their resources together to you know potentially buy land and compete uh you know with the you know the larger farms that maybe the white people have and stuff like that i think i think that's a good idea um so yeah kudos to dollar for coming up with that i don't give <laughs> Ralph angel much credit yet. he hasn't done nothing but yeah kudos to dollar all right fine oh, okay fine um another point drinking and drugging boy i tell you that is old news, Corey. We have transcended. <laughs> you are really this pregnancy is, is this pregnancy really is a good like thing that. for her. She didn't have to lay off the drugs and the alcohol. She and been off her the brain drugs. is just yeah. free to make good decisions and good ideas. Continue. Not to not continue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, uh, I'm Vi and Charlie, you know, offering up their homes to uh Dollar and Ralph Angel. Um I I personally thought, you know, given Ralph Angel's history, that he was going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't doing that. I was expecting that as well. Did too. Yeah. Yeah. Were we all yeah. expecting that? Yeah, I mean, why didn't he? I mean, well, he it, better, it's on brand for him. He he like, a new man. Yeah. We done had to. Yeah. Because he was evolving. Yeah. That is my whole point, guys. He's evolving. He was receptive. He's just tired. The question is, yes. the real question to all of us is, which still, house would you choose to stay at if you had the option? Me, I would have chose also. Charlie's house <laughs> because it's nicer. Yeah, but it's don't underestimate having Vi to help out. And I stuff don't. So I totally don't. Yeah. No, so this, I, I totally get it. That I was like, okay, I can do that. I, I get it. I get it. But I just know myself. Mm-hmm. Vi's you know, house comes with regular home cooked meals. Sure, that's true. That's true. But I also, I just, I mean, I just know that I like my personal mm-hmm. space. Um, and it's just really just that simple. But not to say, you know, having having the family there and, and being good family. All, the, I mean, that's that's true too. Uh, listen, Ava is still not far. She can come through. But I would also <laughs> yeah. like to have my own space. But I mean, the reason why I would choose Charlie's place has nothing to do with or does not negate or undermine the importance or the the role that Aunt Vi could play. Um, you know, if they live with her, like I totally get that and wanting to have that built in help. And I get the draw of that 1000%. But I would also like to stay in Charlie's fly ass house. Like <laughs> that. Also, I want to wear my, I want to wear my silk lounge yeah. dress, you know, in the kitchen with no, you know, I don't got to cover up because Hollywood yeah. is there, you know. I would like to breastfeed with, with no cover, you know, in my own home. Yeah. Like, Being relegated to a bedroom versus having a whole home, I think is was the 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 draw the the difference for me but i mean i totally understand why she would want Jabri, to which one help. you picking i would have probably gone with charlie's house but <laughs> i don't want that somebody having body cooking and and yeah. you know and you know, having the room i feel like that's enough personal space so if 
if that's their room and, and they said it's big enough and there's enough space, I assume that it's a bathroom they have access to. As long as that's cool, then I, w- I would stay with Vi. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, and you, uh, I don't know, man. You know, because, you know, I can't cook worth a lick, <laughs> I'm probably leaning towards my <laughs> oh, the, the idea of regular <laughs> home cooked <laughs> meals. Yeah, no I mean, everybody, you know, bra- brags about her cooking and the idea of having that maybe two or three times a week uh, right there waiting for me when I get home is real tempting. Yeah, some prize pies yeah, and some thighs. It's going Daily? Be, Come on. Yeah, don't underestimate yeah, that. That's a, that's a big plus. <laughs> I can't. I'm not playing. I mean, it ain't no. really exciting no, staying in a nice, fancy house with no good food in it. I mean, if I can still drive by, if I heard to. Why not driving over there to see y'all every day? Oh, yes, she is. Yeah, that's true, too. Yes, she that's is. very possible. She driving over to see that baby. For sure. Oh, yeah. She is. <laughs> I'm by it's not coming to the house I'm by it. Yeah. She's gonna be there regardless. So <laughs> all, right. all right, good point. Yeah. So I mean I was I was surprised to see that Valve Angel was receptive, but like I said, growth. Um and I just had to come back to this point. Side eye aside, I really hope that Dominic is actually able to follow through with get get you know helping to get this land designated for nova and the borderline family um because if you don't that's foul I, I just really hope there's no funny business going on around this i hope that he is sincere and genuine and you know i just hope um anything else for the good that would be dope if it's a historical site i mean i guess i wonder though if it's designated a historical site are they still able to farm on it hmm or is it just a matter of this at this point of like not wanting the Landry's to get it and turn it into a mall or something? Well, I don't think the Landry's into it don't think... turn into a mall anyway, though, did they? I mean, I don't know. Whatever the I mean, first of all, we just don't want the Landry's to get it. But I mean, there's also a real possibility that they could just, you know, develop on it. Right. Did you did you ask I'm sorry, Janae. Did you ask if they will still be able to use it as a farm? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I was. I was thinking that same question because, like, if they designate it as a historical site, then does that mean that they can just keep the land, mm-hmm. you know, in the family, but they wouldn't be able to use it as a farm? Is it usable as a farm anymore anyway? Because the land has been poisoned. Yeah. Like, can you clean it and then farm some more? So, you know, yeah. Hmm. There's lots of questions about what you know what steps? would that actually mean? Mm-hmm. Would the landries just not want it anymore if they couldn't t- if they couldn't turn it into condos? Yeah. So. Yeah, we got to see what the implications are going to be. Yeah. That's true. But yes, I mean, okay. anything that keeps the Landry's from getting it, I mean, I support. So there's that. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Um, anything else for the good? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, let's mosey on over to the back. <laughs> um, all right. So we're continuing to see a little tinge of, I don't know if it's jealousy or just weird feelings. It's probably just weird feelings, not necessarily jealousy, right? From Aunt Vi when Hollywood shared that he was still in contact with Gabe. Um, And then we also got another kind of weird look, you know, weird vibes. When Darla said said to um, Aunt Vi, um, only the moms get it. And she didn't mean anything. She immediately took it back. Like, well, no, not only the moms. Um, and then also we get another another one of those looks when Hollywood was playing with Blue. So obviously um, Vi is feeling a way about, you know, not having children or maybe not being able to have, like, I don't, I'm not sure what the situation is, but she's feeling a way about not having children. And, and it may, I don't know if it's, you know, making her 
feel away about the age difference between she and Hollywood. Like, you know, I can't give you what a younger woman can give you or, you know, or just, just seeing him with kids. Like, does he really, I know we talked about not having kids, but does he actually want kids? And he's just trying to appease me by saying he doesn't want kids. Like, I really, I really want to know like what, where are her feelings there? I, I, I hope they come out soon because we're seeing this a lot from her. Yeah, Three it's times. About, it's about the eighth look this season that she's given. Yeah in the direction of Hollywood and some kids. Right. So clearly <laughs> there's some underlying thoughts and feelings that she has. Um, so hopefully it, it, it doesn't come out in like a, you know, a tirade or, or you know, I'm hopefully just it just comes out in a conversation. It's going to come out in a tirade. I think <laughs> they just need to go ahead and adopt. Hollywood clearly likes kids. He's good with kids. She recognizes that, um, you know, if she can't, I, I think they just need to go ahead and adopt a kid or something so that Hollywood can be fulfilled and, and they could keep it pushing. Because I think if not, it's going to be an issue. But Hollywood said he don't want no kids. He, <laughs> he clearly loves kids. Um, and I mean, he's good with kids. But a lot, I was gonna say, a lot of people love kids and are good with kids but have no interest in having kids of their own. They like playing with other people's kids and then going back home to their own place where they don't have no kids. That's true, too. I think I think him saying that he doesn't want any just comes from the fact that he already knew his woman wasn't going to be able to provide him with that. So he just probably like eliminated that thought from his mind and just said, he accepted yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that may be. I mean, and, and Shawnee's all of the things that you listed off before, I think, are probably all things that, that Aunt Vi is feeling, you know, and I think, you know, we know that Aunt Vi is still going through a lot of growth herself and she still has a lot of underlying insecurities and no matter what Hollywood says no matter how secure he tries to make her or no matter if he does want kids or doesn't actually want kids I think it's always going to be in the back of her mind like I can't give this man everything that he deserves or this man wants something else that I can't provide or you know even just even beyond Hollywood just general regrets herself of not having had kids of her own now she's at this age where it's not possible she's not she's not having kids at this point and you look back and it's like dang was this something that I did want to do so I mean like it's you know it's it's a very complicated space to be in and you know like you said I don't know how that's all gonna (laughs) eventually come out because it is going to eventually come out now will it come out in a healthy constructive way or will it be in a, a way typical of uh, vibe we that is yet to be determined but she should probably say something soon she should say <laughs> something soon because he, no, he has no clue yeah. um okay so this next part you know we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier but I think this episode, and, th- and this is something that Jabri and I like, talked about last episode. This episode in particular really shows, you know, the larger effects of what Ralph Angel really did. Um, you know, it's not just Ralph Angel's farm. Like, Blue comes home, and it's, like, really starting to set in now. Blue's like, oh, yeah, we got to keep this growth chart on the, mm. on the doorframe forever. Mm. It's like, mm. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know, I forgot about Blue's corner yeah. of the land. Like, dang, Blue's corner. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Blue's Corner no, will still be there. Ralph Andrew just went to jail. No. All Ralph Andrew guys do go to jail. Blue look, Blue not gonna miss him anyway. Blues are still well friends. The impact is minimal. Listen, I don't know how long the bid's gonna be. It ain't gonna be that bad. Come on, we can play it down. It wasn't that bad. You know, it was a setup. We might even get it thrown out. Let's take it to court. Now, Let's take it to court. That was a, ter- that was a terrible idea. Ralph, fight the case. The better idea was 
the co-op. Now they can go buy some new farmland somewhere else with the with the co-op money. And, they go move the and house and bring the free. door frame. Uh, who cares? Get another house. A house, a house. It wasn't gonna last forever anyway. It's head on all those memories, okay. man. <laughs> that's family. Fair. That's legacy. Pop pop. Yeah. Pop pop breath all up in the house. Right. Where the beach ball at? <laughs> okay. Where the beach ball? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But no, it's just like like Ralph Angel. Look what you did. Look what you did. What you <laughs> Who used to say that? What was that? Yeah, Urkel. absolutely. Look what you did. He did. Look what you uh-huh. did. That's 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 how I, I don't felt. Like that you don't remember? Look don't what remember you did. Look what you did. I remember. Did I do that? Anybody got some cheese? <laughs> I don't think any little kid gonna be that attached in a home anyway. Huh? The only home he's ever lived in? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd be excited. Oh, we got a new house? Yeah, let's get to it. Like, who doesn't like something new? Like, I mean, but Blue is, is, you know, he wants to be, at least tentatively, wanted to be a farmer. Like, he is very attached to... That's why I don't like him. The land. <laughs> exactly why I don't like him. You are very really attached to the land. And so, I mean, it's not to say that, you know, he won't eventually get over it. But, I mean, in this moment, like, that's a, that's a heavy blow. Yes. And they still haven't really made it clear to him, too, because the way they framed it at this point is like, you know, we might have to leave for a little while. It's like, nah, if y'all oh, out, y'all, y'all gone for it. Like, so can we so talk like, about Ralph Angel's conversation now? Sure, right. of course. Yes. yes. That was totally unnecessary. Why are you having conversations with a little kid about why y'all have to leave the house? Just tell them we're moving. We're going to go somewhere else. End the story. Because Blue is smart. Sometimes you do stuff that Blue you smart. Man, get your butt out of here. Blue ain't that smart. He's smart. He has access to the internet. He has access to, you know, this information is know not about on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's not going to be a major news story, but be... Blue is not dumb. And if it, if it comes to a situation where they lose the farm, then then what? What's going to happen? So why not just prime him, prep him for what may may happen? I mean, you know, at a certain point, like you He's just gonna come back home and the farm will be gone. He's too young to be included on family conversation, on adult conversations. Well, we already know the blue grown. He'd be in the business. He's too young to be included. I mean, I think they still framed it in a kid-friendly way. But I mean, I think you know the fact that they would be moving away from the farm or selling the farm does run counter to everything that he knows that they've talked about that that their life has been at this point. So there is a need to give some explanation as to why we would be leaving. Cause I mean, of course, Ralph Angel, like this is the farm. This is, this is where this is pop pop's farm has been in the family. You go, you supposed to have the land after this. And now all of a sudden we're leaving. Like, why would, why would we be leaving? Not yeah, just so we, because, we, we Oh, there's differently. something my parents, my parents don't feel the need to, to give no explanations to the kids. Yeah. We grew up differently. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not, there's evolution yeah, there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I grew up. I grew up with a lot of that yeah. too. But I mean, the thing is, I also vowed not to do it to my kids <laughs> because you know how it felt, exactly. and and you know how it you know it began to erode you know certain uh, certain trust I had uh, in my in my parents and my and my elders. You know, because it was like, okay, you know, we can we can pretend like this is all you know only affects the adults and the kids will be fine. That's but that's just not true. true, you know. You get dragged around, but so much, and you're like, "This sucks." <laughs> so, you know, I I vowed never to to do that to my kids. So I 
I think you had that conversation. I, I think Ralph Angel did the right thing. All right. <laughs> I'm the only one stuck in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot, yes. And I mean, there, there may be some pieces that I may be with, like, maybe all he needed to know was that they may have to move from the farm. Like, maybe he doesn't need to know why. Maybe he doesn't need to know what happened. I mean, that's that's debatable, but I do think he, he needed to be, like, prepared for a possibility of not having a farm to come back home to. I mean, like, Ralph Angel ain't say I stole some boxes from the Landry's and I almost caught a case and went to jail. And uh, because right. of that, I had to trade the farm to not go to jail. Like, he didn't tell him all of that. He he. Right. That's the real problem to me. He didn't even tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He didn't even tell him what happened. Exactly. And, I, and like I said, he's still framing it in this kind of temporary context. Like, oh, maybe if we leave, we may be able to come back, which is not true. Like, if y'all leave, you're not coming back. But I mean, to, it, for, to all of these points, I think it was still framed in a in a kid friendly way. It was a lessons learned type thing. Like, listen, I did something. There were consequences and this is where we are. And, you know, I know it sucks, but please don't don't go down this road. Like, don't feel like you need to to act out of desperation or don't do jacked up things out of desperation because there's always going to be consequences. And I mean, I think that was a, a, a decent level of transparency for, you know, blues age, but also, you know, does get to. I mean, like, you got to prepare him. You got to say something. You can't just, you know, he can't just come back, you know, one summer and, you know, the farm just be gone while he's sitting up here looking yeah. at boxes right now. Yeah. And and since we're not doing and the Ralph Angel today, I, I'll mention right now that Ralph Angel is still, he, he's still making excuses for himself. He still, he doesn't use the word stupid enough. Every time he describes what happened, he should say, I did something really stupid. Um, he always got some other euphemism. Oh, this, it was desperation. Uh, you know, I did what I had to do. Uh, nah, nah, you did something real stupid, dog. Like, and, you know, you owe everybody in the family. Like, you owe everybody. You owe Blue. You owe Blue? everybody. And Come on, he owes man. Blue. Get out of here. He, he, lost, he lost Blue's corner. He lost yeah, Blue's he corner. He gave Blue the corner. He don't owe Blue nothing. With his own <laughs> stupidness. So what? So, he, he, I give it <laughs> he and I can take his. it. That's oh, parenting 101. I give it and I can take it. <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. Terrible new age parents. Nah. I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well, that that's all I have for the for the bad. Um, anybody else have anything else to add? Going once, going twice. Nope. That's about it. Nope. Okay, we but, about everything important. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess that wraps up the good, the bad, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will be right back with our advictions uh, on Bourbon and Border Loans on the Black Tasset Podcast Network. All right. Hi everybody, welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans and the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We are back now with our evictions, that is our advice and our predictions for the folks in St. Joe after this week's episode. So Jabri, I hear you have an eviction. You want to kick it off? Yeah, yeah. Um, my <laughs> advice, you know, we touched on this, you know, a little bit earlier. Dominic is in a lot of these rooms. Um, listen, I know that he's coming through with some stuff. Corey's saying, you know, he's going to save the farm. But I mean, what better way to get them to trust you than to save the farm and, you know, 
Anyway, it gets them deeper undercover. That's what I think. So I think they should stop talking in front of Dominic. That's my advice for mm. everybody. Stop talking in front of Dominic, okay? Mm. Share with him. He on a need-to-know basis. Only thing he needs to know is about these bones. Don't be telling him about the co-op <laughs> yeah. and everything, how we going to buy up all the uh, uh, blacks get the first option on the land. No, no, no. The Landry's don't need to know that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think happens when Dominic finds these things uh-huh. out. The Landry's find these things out. Mm. Mm. I could be wrong. I, I I still don't trust them. I still don't trust. I them. hear you. I'm right. All right. Uh, my prediction. Uh, I think Micah is intent on getting to the bottom of these feelings. Um, I think that you know he's going to make it a point to make sure he gets to spend some more time with Isaiah. Um, he's going to have more conversations with Isaiah and really uh, ask Isaiah to help him explore what he's feeling. So I think that that you know he's going to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. whatever that means okay Corey. what about you what's your eviction uh my advice uh like jabri is for dominic as well and that is man just leave this whole family alone bro just go find you a new woman they don't appreciate you bro you out here <laughs> trying to do the lord's work and you know help these people out and everybody around here is hating uh well in real life not in st joe's but um <laughs> You know, do do some man. Go find you another another place where you appreciate it, man. Get out of there. Uh, my prediction is that this co-op is not gonna work. It's gonna be terrible, and the reason is because Ralph Angel's the CEO. Like this, this is above his pay grade. Like he can't handle this. Like he don't. I know y'all think he's smart and he's wising up. He, he's not ready to be the leader of no no real business transactions. The, the uh, co-op is gonna be a disaster. That's my prediction. Well, he was heavily involved in the in the no, lawsuit, was, and Charlie that gave him credit out. for that. He didn't do nothing. You don't. He was sitting yes, on the third. And they didn't even win the lawsuit. He, he did win the, the lawsuit. They no. just didn't get as much <laughs> as they had hoped they would get. He was sitting on the third row of every meeting, talking about <laughs> something random. He wasn't doing nothing. That's his position. It was some he behind is, the scenes work. Don't listen. We gonna oh, give Ralph Angel his flowers when they, he deserves them. They better put and, Charlie as the head of the co-op if they trying to be successful. If not, all right. Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and go. So my advice is for Aunt Vi, and we kind of touched on this already. Um, you know, it, it's probably best that you really unpack these feelings that you're having around. Um, you know, not having kids, whether it's because of your insecurities, you know, personally with Hollywood or just, you know, just genuine or just general thoughts of, you know, this was something that I wish I had done and I didn't, you know, really try to get to the root of that before it starts to have a negative impact on your relationship with Hollywood one way or another. You should really try to get that under control sooner rather than later. And my prediction is somewhat along the lines of Jabri's advice, which is, you know, at this point, I hope I'm wrong about Dominic because at this point they have, I really, I want to be wrong, but at this point I've been <laughs> 10 toes down on it all season. So I'm not going to backtrack now. I still don't trust him. Um, but they've let him into, he has so much information at this point and now he's been privy to these plans about the co-op. And so I know originally the thought was maybe he was, you know, the feds. I don't know if he's necessarily the feds, but I definitely think that he is an op of some sort and maybe it is for the Landry's. And so, you know, I'm curious if somehow this, this information about this plan to, you know, do this co-op somehow gets back to the Landry's in some way. And, you know, now there's a big standoff. I don't know if Parker makes a return, like, I don't know. Um, 
but I, I do feel like somehow the Landry's are going to get back, get this information. And I think Dominic is going to have something to do with it. Um, and he's been playing his role, you know, being helpful with the, with the border loans, trying to make, help them keep their land and get it preserved as a historic site. But, um, you know, I don't know. They're still, I, I just, I don't see it for Dominic. I just don't. But I, again, I, I, at this point, I genuinely hope that I'm wrong. But that is my prediction that he's going to have something to do with this information getting back to the Landry's. Um, so, yeah, so that's my eviction. And so that leaves you, Shawnice. What you got? Well, there's so many, so many different directions I could go. Um, there's so many different <laughs> subjects to cover. Um, I think my advice is for Micah. I, I understand this is, this is a challenging time, but I really... I really want Micah to just relax. Like I think, I think he's been doing a lot lately around Isaiah. I think you know, but between you know, always feeling like he needs to defend Isaiah, and then you know, feeling like he needs to assign some type of you know title to their relationship right now. Like I just, you know, I I want you to take your time. I definitely want you to explore your feelings. I definitely want you to get to the bottom of whatever you feel like you need to get to the bottom of. But I just really like, I, I feel like you're stressing yourself and I want you to stop. Agreed. Um, second. Oh, okay. Well, no, not second. My prediction, my yes. Prediction. Correct. Put it together. My prediction <laughs> is I don't, you know, I, I, st- I, I like what you said, Janae. I still, I maybe Dominic is not the feds, but I still, I feel the Landrews will have shown the lengths they will go to. They didn't coordinate a whole sting operation mm-hmm. on Ralph Angel. And I just, I just feel like, you know, they know no bounds. Obviously obtaining this board loan land is very important to them. And, you know, I just do not underestimate that they would, that they would send somebody in the form of a love interest to Nova, you know, to get, to get the family hemmed up. So, you know, Dominic, and I, like y'all said, I hope I'm wrong. Dominic is either the feds or a Landry Ops. Mm. And that's, mm. that's just what I'm predicting. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say like you, I'm 10 toes down in that. And if I'm wrong, then uh, oh well. But <laughs> Well, let us pray. I guess we have, uh, we have one more episode left in this season. So we'll find out uh, one way or another if Dominic was, was the Ops or not. But there's that so with that that takes us to our shots of bourbon and every week we give a shot of bourbon to who we think had the best week who had the best episode and so um just keeping with our our order of operations jabri you want to go ahead and give your shot of bourbon i will give my shot of bourbon i I will give my shot of bourbon to darla darla she stayed impossibly positive just like her impossibly positive self but she's always so giving with with her forgiveness, and you know she gave a great flowery speech uh, at the at the baby shower. Uh, everybody got their individual nod, their individual shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I think part of that maybe even led to her opportunity uh, at the end of the episode when Charlie and Vi both come up and offer her a place to stay. I mm-hmm. think everybody was feeling warm about Darla because Darla's so great. Uh, she came up with the great idea of the co-op. At least everybody thinks it's a great idea right now. Um, so everybody's excited about that. It was a good idea. So she stayed positive, got them a place to stay, came up with a great idea. 
I still don't understand how she's not furious with Ralph Angel, mm-hmm. but maybe, you know, that's why she needs a shot. So I'm giving my shot to Darla. Of apple juice, Martinelli's. Martinelli's. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Ceremonial. Ceremonial. Correct. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, Shawnice, who are you giving your shot to this week? It was a little bit of a toss up for me because I was gonna give it to Ralph Angel just because, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm seeing this the subtle evolution, right? I, 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 I just wanted to, I just want to say, I, I see you, black man, um, you know, working hard and making changes, but I'm gonna give my shot to Micah because I, I, I think that it was really good for him to put words to the way he was feeling, and I think it was really good for good and brave of him to open up to Nova about the way that he was feeling. I mean, you know, he has very complicated feelings and maybe, you know, I don't know if I would have been that brave to share that with my aunt, but you know, he was. And so I'm going to offer you a shot, you know, calm your nerves, ease yourself. Um, you know, here you go. Okay. Even though, you know, ceremony, maybe, maybe his is Martinelli's too. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if he's <laughs> Martinelli's okay okay well I'll go ahead and give my shot of bourbon and so I'm actually going to give my shot to Darla as well um I was you know particularly when she was giving her speech um at the baby shower I almost felt like I was watching like a probate like it just felt like all this hard work all of this you know this growth and this journey that Darla's been on and now she's able to like stand up in front of the board of loans and you know just everybody, you know, has so much love for her and is receiving the support and the just just all of the love that she so needs and deserves at this point. And, you know, just speaks so eloquently about how, you know, each of these people have played such an integral part in her life. And, you know, she's really, you know, now she's on the other side of, you know, all of these really, you know, dark things that she went through. And so I'm just so proud of her and all the growth that she's had. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, even even her being able to give the idea to Ralph Angel for the co-op and, you know, being able to to be a meaningful part of the family in that way. Like she's she's a, a fully integrated member of the board alums at this point. And we know that this was not where we were, you know, when this show first began. So um, I was just really, really happy and proud of Darla. Um, so, yeah, so I'm giving her my uh, my shot of Martinelli's this week, too. <laughs> and so that just leaves Corey. I know you're not giving your shot to uh to Darla or Micah. Absolutely so. not. <laughs> so where are you going with this? Well, since it seems like my person isn't gonna win, I'll just keep it brief. Uh, I'm giving my shot to uh Dominic, man. You know, of course you are. <clears throat> he had a good weekend. <laughs> He's around here, uh, you know, coming up with plans to get the family's farm back, which is you know super important. And he's also, you know, making progress in his relationship with Nova. He got invited to a family function. They've only been kicking it for a couple of weeks. My boy's already getting introduced to the fam. So he's making progress on that front. He's about to save the farm. I mean, that's a win-win. Nobody else did anything even close to that. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I would agree if he wasn't a fan. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'll be right with you, but 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 the fact is that he is. So there's that. Darla comes up with a loose idea for a co-op. And y'all have given that more weight than Dominic's idea you just of completely disregarded trying. all the other things that we said. I don't said. care. I'm just saying. I know. Like, Facts are not important. If, if, if we're know. comparing plans for the future, uh, Dominic's plan to save the farm is a lot stronger than Darla's co-op plan. 
Well, we will indeed see. But with that, with two votes for Darla, Darla is going to get our shot of Martinelli's Mm -hmm. this week. So clink, clink to you, Darla. Clink, clink. Oh, Corey said clink, clink, I said clink, clink. I just don't say that last thing that I'm not going to say right now. Because y'all are trying to cut it in and splice it in. And I'm not going to say it. Yeah, what is it you want to say? Take Corey saying take and yeah, put it together. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, it's been an eventful day. Um, hopefully everybody got to hear our interview with Anthony Sparks. Um, but if you didn't, you know, dump the brakes. I mean, we're going to go somewhere. We're going to cry in the car. I mean, for sure. Gonna I mean, that's we're going to cry in the car. Um, but we've been pretty lucky, you know, with our technical difficulties. It's the first time that we would have lost something um, really important. We've done a couple of re-records um, from time to time, but this would be a pretty big blow. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to end on the sour note, man. We had a great time. Regardless, it was a great experience. Um, I'm um, glad everybody could join to talk about this this uh, this episode of Queen Sugar. Uh, we're missing Panama. You know, uh, I don't think he would mind uh, uh, sharing that. You know, he was doing his civic duty and getting his booster shot, um, and he's not feeling well enough to join us tonight. But um, you know, he did it for us, y'all. He did it for us. Did it for us. A little saying for the culture. <laughs> 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 so th- that's going to do it for this week on Bourbon and Border Loans. Uh, for Shanice, Corey, Janae, uh, Panama's not here. Uh, special thanks to Anthony Sparks and uh, uh, VP of Communications at OWN, uh, uh, Chelsea Hittrick, um, for uh, you know helping us put together um, the interview and stuff from earlier. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, have a black one and one, two, three. Take flight. Take flight. This podcast I hope it never goes away. Love kisses on my eyes. My heart will always hold a place for you. Your touch helps me find peace. I'll give my last peace to you. That's how you know it's real. Willing to grow and build something with me. My Cleopatra. My Aphrodite.